Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, everybody? It's your guy, S. Mac, back again. We on episode four with the TPNB show, and it's, it's a special edition. I actually got 64 of us hosting today. It's me. I got my guy, Uncle Ronnie Bowens. I got my man, Mel C. And Tori Ed. So I finally got all, all four of my uncles, all three of my uncles on the show all at once. Um, no, for the fourth episode. I think it's going to be a, uh, a great episode. Uh, speaking off, starting off right, me and my guy Mel, we had a, a great experience last week doing a draft show. Man, what do you think about that last week, Mel? Oh, man, we had a blast, man. I got to really see some true live analysts talk about the NBA players, future NBA players, salary caps, and the things they look at when they're evaluating players. So I had a good, a good time learning and, you know, kind of listening to some of those guys and adding a little bit of my flavor at the end. You know, oh, they yeah. had me waiting that three and a half hours like I'm, like I'm sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, Mel, 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 you didn't show up and talk about how many baby mamas they got? Oh, no, nah, I, I ain't put them on blast. That's like analysis. That. So, okay. Let me, let me tell you how they did me, T.T. Like this stuff don't happen. I, it, I this, this, the this was funny, man. You got, you I almost let, didn't let do the show. Know. I almost didn't do the show because when I cross over to the sports arena, which is not my natural arena, I'm on the business side. I always get played like I'm second fiddle. You couldn't even pay me $5,000 to sit somewhere three hours. So they wanted Shell. So Shell threw his boy in so we could pump the, uh, the podcast, which was all love. So we get, they said, yeah, we're going to bounce our ideas. Mel going to be at one table. You can be at one table. Then we can go back and forth. That's all right, bet. I said, I'm gonna think about it. She had like, Mel, it'd be good if you're interested. So I decided to do it. So draft started eight. I get there at seven. I sit down at the table. Shell said at his table, I sit at my table. I'm warming up. I said, Shell, let me get some notes. So Shell give me his notes. I'm getting ready. Y'all ever been in the interview? And you get that. <laughs> get on. Sir, sir uh, you're not going up first. You, you need to come on through the back. We're gonna put you on at the beginning of the third round. I said, what the fuck? I said, shit, ain't no third round. <laughs> anyway, they did put me on at the beginning of the second for me to do my little magic trick. And so I did get a chance to talk about stuff that was important to me and kind of add some value. But that was a, you know how long that first round was. Yeah, that, that was tough. Uh, Mel actually beat me there. He got there at seven. I think I, I got at 7.30. And he ain't going to about 11, 11 30. He's, he's a trooper <laughs> no, for that. No. I, 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 I give him credit for that. No, you, you always, you, hey, look, you always talk about sitting on that bench, being the player on the NBA bench, being called up to try to come in in the last two minutes. Got to hit that shot. Were you on your game, Mel? You know, you sat I, for I, a I'm long gonna let time. Shell talk. Shell was, no, he didn't. Like I did, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, he, he, he was on his game. He said he had to come in. He had to, uh, the warmers over, keep keeping him hot and ready whenever his time was called. <laughs> but he came in before he, he did well. It's a, it a great spice up for the show on you know, SUV TV. Uh, and um, I appreciate wanna, the opportunity. Just, yeah, I'm we just... want to thank them for that. Yeah. Hey, Shelvin, what was funny that day I was with Mel before he went to the to take the thing, and he's like, "Yeah, man, me and Shelvin gonna do the draft." I watched Mel on Instagram Live filming Shelvin for about an hour and a half. <laughs> I thought Mel, I thought Mel was the cameraman. <laughs> I was the cameraman. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, no, he he was, and he, he brought nephew through. Nephew was able to get some uh, experience recording and stuff too. Uh, nephew Chase Clemens, he was able to uh, 
to see how it goes down with the draft and how people talk good about you and how people talk bad about you. Yeah. Um, had to be had to be great experience for Chase to see the behind the scenes as well. So it's a blessing to open his eyes up to those opportunity. He likes the camera part of it too, so he's done some filming for some video guys. So I think in his second or third life, he will take advantage of that. Uh, yeah. So, so speaking on the good and bad side, you know we got the Olympics going on right now in the world. We're gonna let uh, Uncle Tori, you know, lead us that way of what's going on over in Tokyo. So I was talking to my brother. Uh, about a week ago, a little less than a week ago, he called me, fired up about Simone Biles and when she dropped out to the Olympics due to mental health. And instantly came to me and was like, man, she need to, she need to grow some, man. She get a get a pay. I can't believe she dropped out. Start comparing this girl to Tom Brady. Tom Brady would never do such a thing. And I'm like, look, man, Tom Brady don't deal with mental health issues, right? And so he kept, me and him argued for about a 45 minutes about Simone Biles and dropping out. And for me, this is just my stance on it. That girl don't have nothing to prove. She could do nothing else for the rest of her life and be the best gymnast in the history of the world. She was going to be the most decorated, she already is the most decorated gymnast, I think, in history. Uh, but she was going to the stratus, she was trying to just go to the stratosphere. My problem was with her though, I saw her in the Olympic trials. She just wasn't on a game, man. She fell off the beam in the trials. She wasn't sticking her landings. And my question to you fellas is this, and this is, you know, about how she feels about her mental health. Is she held to such a high standard that she just can't please anybody? Because her, her, her degree of difficulty is two or three points higher than anybody else's. And she messes up and she still is in first place. Do you think that's one of the reasons why she just, that this expectations are too high? Yeah, I think for someone, I think for someone at her level that is, a, I agree with you, Tori. She she's the goat for like gym, gymnastics, right? Um, so much so that they prevented her from being able to do certain moves going into the Olympics. Like they, she knew she wasn't going to be able to do whatever it is her Simone Biles move because they, the um, International Olympic Committee deemed it to be like too dangerous, and none of the other athletes were even going to try. What happened to the spirit of competition? Like they need to, other athletes need to step their game up. I'll say that first. So she is a goat. I agree with you there. Um, clearly, there must have been a lot of a lot of pressure on her to you know coming into the Olympics to perform to achieve you know the level that maybe she set in her mind. Not necessarily people that are not in the gymnastics world, but she must have aspirations and goals set so high, difficult to achieve. I, I actually applaud her for taking a moment out, you know, like to reset her, recharge her battery, whatever it may be. Um, because today, um, I don't know, you know, a week or so after she dropped out, she's back in and she's back on the beam. And she's competing again. So, you know, I think the expectations for herself, she set very high expectations, probably wasn't going to get there. Shell and I talk all the time, like about high level athletes going out and doing the drill and achieving every day and us common folk taking that for granted. Like we are taking Simone Biles, what she's been able to achieve up to this point for granted. So Ronnie, I agree with you, Tori. Ronnie, like uh, Hollywood Shuffle says, I disagree. <laughs> I disagree, homeboy. First of all, what's the, what's the difference if I get up and I got to perform tomorrow? And I'm like, man, if I go out, I have to play shell one-on-one. -on -one. My knee ain't feeling good. Man, I didn't even eat good. 
how about I say I don't feel good? I can get out of taking that ass whooping. What's the difference? No, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I the difference. Very you, true. She, very she can true. break her neck. She can break her neck out there, man. On the field, game. Same That's thing y'all difference. did. Same thing y'all did. Every day y'all play football, y'all can break your neck. Every day y'all play football. Every day. Well, we see, see but that, but that's the bigger picture. A male, a, a male athlete would get ridiculed in a way that a female wouldn't. We so we're so biased towards male, but just in general, the male. I'll say this: the first thing we go to is you got to tough it out. You got to stick through. The truth 100%. is, if your mind ain't right, and and you you on that high bar, and you doing sitting there doing a flip, if your mind ain't in it, look, I never on the football male and thought I was gonna die that day. She could but be up in the air. I could have. I could have. But if I went in there, if my mind wasn't right, saying, "Man, I think I'm gonna die today," I wouldn't do it. Yeah, yeah. No, I definitely agree. I think. I think. Speaking on this, that's why we're gonna have a, a female guest on our next show to get their point of view instead of having all of us male talk about it. But uh, me and Rodney was talking about the other day. It's like I think it's the highest level of athlete is when someone's willing to to die for it or willing to injure themselves. I'll tell you right now, it ain't like. If I got to pull a hamstring, I ain't going out there right now. I, I ain't about, like stub, if I got to if I got a stub toe. We look. It's been days I had a turf toe and I didn't go out there. But yeah. I'm over there sitting on the sideline, sitting on my helmet, icing man, my toe. Man, so. we go Salvation Army. My hamstring hurt. I'm not about to let you play me one on one and bust my head and talk smack to me. It ain't going down. I tell you, <laughs> I'm gonna know. do that right away. But when the camera's on, those lights on, that's like Mayweather. Days for the fight, Pacquiao. If he wasn't mentally stable. He cannot come up to that ring the day of the fight or the night of the fight. You know what, Don King? I ain't really feeling my best today. I think I'm going to just sit this one out, dog, because I want to take a mental health day. But I've seen people do it. I've seen people do it in the ring. But I think Tori makes a good point. The first thing he said was, if she doesn't perform, she has nothing to prove to us. She has already proven that she's the greatest. By her going out there and injuring herself, we would have then said, why did she go out there? She didn't have anything else to prove. She was already Simone Biles, the GOAT. So, you know, once again, I, I, I think her taking a mental break, her not her head not being in it, she took the opportunity. She's already won. She's multiple, she, you know, she's an Olympian, multiple gold medals already. I I support that. I support I, that decision. I have no problem with anybody taking a mental break. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just saying, Tori, if me and you have a presentation to the CEO of Amex tomorrow, and me and you have been planning on this for six months, and with, with the day before we get ready to go to me, and I call you, Tori, you know what, man, I ain't feeling my best today. I know we've been working on this six months. I know I'm supposed to do my part, but you know, I'm just going to take a mental health break. You go ahead and handle it for me, Tori. I'm going to beat the pool. No, don't say six months. Say, say, say four years. We've been working on this. We've been working on this four years, two years. This well, gonna look, take. I, this gonna take us a Fortune 100. But you know what? I gotta go to the pool today. No, okay. man, make, so, I, man. I, I've I've said that too, though, Tori. Real quick, I want to say this because I knew this was gonna come up because I was having this conversation with someone else around. You know her performance, and you know, I think the timing of the issue, her, you know, her coming out and backing out of the Olympics makes it appear as if she didn't want to compete. But who knows when mental issue, mental health issues will pop up? You know, they might have come up when she was there in, in Tokyo. She felt like she couldn't perform. That's on her. I, I've never been in that situation to be able to, you know, make that determination. So Yeah, but, but I, I agree with Mel. Me being an NBA, I didn't seen a few guys, D-Rose, 
Kobe, yeah. LeBron show up. Ah, oh, my ankle hurt a little bit today, coach. They ain't going to take that L. They won't take that L. I know, yeah, I know where you were going with that. I, I was like, I know this boy ain't about to call somebody out right now. Nah, I'm nah, like, I, I ain't got to call nobody out. Anthony, but I didn't see that Anthony before. Davis. Anthony Davis quick to not play. Let me, I'll call him. Look, look, you, you, you Anthony Davis hater, Tori. You been hating on him since, since he got there. Everybody Anthony knows. Anthony Davis got the heart of a, a, a dang on teddy bear, man. But yeah. doesn't need to hear or there. Let me ask, do y'all know who Oliver McCall is? Why I know that name? I, you talking about the author? I have no nope. idea who that I don't is. McCall. No, he, I don't know who that McCall. is. That sounds like, sound like an author too, don't it, Mel? Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know, uh, I know. Ollie Mack. Ollie McCall was world heavyweight champion of the world. He beat Lennox Lewis, knocked him out. In the second fight, he got into the ring, and in the first round, before, Lennox hit him one time, and that man started crying. Went to the corner and covered up and kept crying. Oh, you, you lying on this fight. man. You lied, Tori. Hey, Why are you lying? All our me? listeners, all y'all listeners, you go to YouTube and look at it right now. That is a mental health breakdown if I've ever seen one in my life. And if hey, you talk can. about life or death, Lennox throwing them hammers. This man started crying <laughs> and stopped boxing in the first round. So if you talk about Mel, if we go on to the Amex, man, you could drop out anytime <laughs> if your life on the line, Jack. He got in that ring and, and, and Lennox out throwing them bees. He said, I ain't here for all this, man. I can't do it. He started crying. Take a look at Oliver McCall. That's so, what it looked well, like when you get all with well, look, so There's two, always a saying of, you know, getting out of your head. Like, get out of your own way. You know, yeah. like, you can you can, you can, can freeze up to your, to the point where you can't perform. And maybe that's what she was feeling. Maybe so, that's what she was. So two things that happened with this over the course, over the past two weeks, speaking of what Mel's talking about. So we had Conor McGregor. He's, mm. I think he scammed everybody with his, with his broken foot. His foot was broke before he got in there. You think it was? You thought it was? No, you, you, hey, you can't fake a broken foot. That no, thing, he, 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 he said that it thing was, was leaning. That thing was looked leaning. like a toothpick snap. It was, yeah, he, he that's said, that WWE right there. Yeah, he said he had a fracture going into that. And then the other thing, your boy Kanye down here, his album was supposed to come out two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. He did his thing, and then he he redoing everything again this Thursday. So um, did he do it or not? He did an album release party. It wasn't as good as he thought it was or whatever. Son came in wrong. He's doing another album release party this Thursday in the same place in Mercedes-Benz Stadiums. I, I went, and I'm not going again. He's he's scamming people out of money. That's what I think. Yeah, you he, waited three he, hours for Kanye West show? Yes, to him. He didn't say one word. He didn't say, thank you, Atlanta, or nothing. He came out there and walked around in an orange jumpsuit the whole time. I didn't know you went. You didn't tell me. I know you hey, talked Shell, about Did you pay $40 know. for them chicken tenders too? No, no, I said, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I didn't pay it all to go. Hey, hey so that's no, they was $40 chicken tenders. No, nah, Mercedes Benz got cheap food, man. They don't charge a lot. So I don't know what you said. Shell, how much was the oh, chicken no, tenders, Shell? No, no. uh, they, they were selling $40 hot dogs up in there that night. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that was Kanye. Yes, they were. Yeah, yeah. It was a bad thing. It wasn't Kanye. I know the chef down there or whatever. It was, that was um for sweet price. What's in the chicken? What's in it, the chicken? It was sweet. It was, it was sweet prices. Sweet I don't care what you were putting in that chicken. They weren't gonna make the beef sound harder than what it was. You ain't gonna no, come out there and spend three, four hundred dollars. You know, on no the middle. Did, did they have some seasoned salt though? Did they have some seasoned salt. <laughs> I might. What you say? Put, you was out there sprinkling that, sprinkling that Lowry's on it. You trying to sprinkle hey. Lowry's out there? Aunt your mama, Aunt your mama, better been in that ki- chicken and in, in that kitchen chicken that cooking that chicken meat spent forty dollars. Hold on, so I didn't hear nothing about. It. I knew Kanye was coming. So y'all telling me Kanye West came to do a show, walked around the stage and did. What about the song? Did he play his music? He played his music that was supposed to come out within like 
three hours at a concert. Okay, all right. All right. Stuff was banging. I was in there rocking. And he decided not to put it out. He's going to wait two more weeks because he got to work on it a little bit more. He liked the reaction of the crowd. What do you think about the music? How does it sound to you? It sounds good to me. I think when you, when you, uh, me and, and this is the point, and this is and this is the point of contention that me and Shell always had. Because I don't like he be mentioned in movies that are good, or he might tell me to listen to a song. So we can't we'll go by what Shell. Yeah. Nah, we can't. We can't really go. That, it's a, that's but, his but, age, but, man. He he grew but, up. He, but Kanye, age, Kanye, trying to make stadium. He want this to be stadium music, though. Yeah, right. But I'm like, it's, but, it's but, the problem but, with but, the episode when Shovel Mac was was with his uncles. They all grew up. And then 1990 music was like, I was rolling down a block. I got the oh, drink. Oh, I got a thing and doing the thing. No, 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 no. I want y'all. That's the, I that's the music they grew up on. So, Mo- my, my Mother's bad, Day, my listeners. Mother's Day, we went to a concert, right? I don't know if I told this story before. The Mother's Day concert, we had the biggest band in the history of old school come out Frankie, Beverly, and Maze. Everybody <laughs> in the whole arena stood up. Shelva looked at me, who was that, Mel? <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, Shell. Uh-uh. I couldn't Shell, believe nah. it, man. Then new well, edition, look, J- Johnny Gill came up and I he said, Is he supposed to be good? New edition. I, I didn't understand it, man. I realized hey, Shell, all Shell know is Lil Dirt and Draco. Yeah. If they got the Draco in the song, if they own beatbox with the Draco, Shell ain't listening to that mess, man. Nah, nah. No lie. If, I'm, if, lo- if I'm they loving more hip than that. He only likes people with little in their name. If they ain't got little in their <laughs> name, not, yeah. that's a, he sent me everybody with little. And I, I try, I try, I, I swear, I try. I can't do it though. Some of these guys, I can't do it. I don't know hey, if it's a generational thing or not, but. Hey man, they sound like a whole bunch of old uncles whose hair is missing. That's what they sound like. <laughs> uh, so, so if y'all follow us on, on Instagram, the TPNB podcast, I'm gonna start posting them. You're gonna see yeah, them without their hair. You, and you, you can see, you can see what happened. Yeah, I'm, still hang, I'm still hanging in there, man. Come on now. Check it out. Yeah, but so look, anybody can use it, a rogue game. Got to, man. And the black anybody, game. But look, anybody can hit me. <laughs> and then we, we can have that conversation about hip hop because I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to get with these new school generation Z, whatever it is. I'm just can't. I can't do it. You know? Hey, All before right. we move on from some Simone, I just want to say. I do respect everybody who's having mental breakdowns or mental health, but it's really, really, I think it's the young kid, really Kyrie. My son is a big fan of Kyrie. I didn't know much about Kyrie other than his skills, but Kanye, Kyrie, and a few other people have brought a mental health. Really Charlemagne the God is one of the biggest people in our industry who's brought it to the forefront. And I think it's Charlemagne the God is a mental health hustler, man. Don't do that. Man, I can't say, even, okay, even if he is hustling, he's making a difference. Because people are stepping forward talking about the issues they have. And it's good because, man, as you can know, our fathers, everybody who has a dad that's on this show, we have never seen our dad say, man, I'm stressed out today. Man, it's been tough on me today. They've never done it. And it's not beneficial and it's not fruitful not to do that. It's okay to say that. Because, like, some days I'll come on shell can tell you. 7 o'clock, if I'm exhausted mentally, I will go straight to bed. I did a tour the other day. I done a shell. Yes, he did. I will break down in the middle and say, holler. Yeah, what what he do over at the Mel Clemens estate? He go sleep hey, on you. He do it to me all the hey, time. Hey, Shell, hey, he go to sleep on me all the time too. We sitting there <laughs> having a full blown conversation, and he's snoring. I get up to, to let him sleep. Hey, what you going, dog? What you talking, what we talking about? I'm like, man, you got narcolepsy, <laughs> Shell, he, he hey, got narcolepsy. Oh, he hey, ain't buying that, man. 
Oh uh, yeah, that, Mel. That Mel, you did. Bad. You did mention. You mentioned a few people. I don't want to forget Brandon Marshall because I feel like Brandon Marshall was one of the first people, the NFL receiver. He brought. I feel like he brought mental health to the forefront. Like he got people really talking about mental health and mental illness within like the black community. So did shout you, out there. I don't think she. He was before my um, my, my player partner Shamika. She was probably one of the first national athletes. First women. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't as far as mental. I mean Ron Artest, but I don't think he he had a breakdown, but I don't think he really was a champion at first. But Shamika, she started being a champion of mental health, writing books, speaking in psychology, psych, uh, psychological events. Yeah. Well, Shamika Shamika was great. We love her. She's friends of ours, right? But when when you go back to uh Ron Artest, he was screaming mental health. Just nobody nobody liked him, so nobody listened. They thought yeah. he was he, they thought he was aggressive, but he was really talking that talk. And then nobody want to hear it. I'm telling you, men, we look at mental health different, and and our machismo does not allow us to, to do that. To your point, with our dads, man, like whatever reason is our machismo. I don't be built with it. I don't know if that's just how we want society to see us. But the truth is, when men come out with it, people they get ridiculed, they be made fun of. That's what you'll hear a lot about men saying. And yeah. so Andre Hunter Simone and Naomi Osaka, she did it at Wimbledon. You yeah. know, like shout out to Shamika Holmes because she she was a forerunner to the women for sure. But shout out to the athletes that's got to take a Marshall. break that way. Brandon well, Marshall too, man. Yeah, well, Shemeika, she, yeah. I was gonna say Shamika. No, a big shout out. She was on uh, one of our guests on last season of TPNB. Uh, I think it was one of our biggest podcast shows we had. She did a, a, a did a great job with the. Um, with the mental health thing is 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 moving on from that. As you see a lot of stuff going on right now, I wanna know what y'all guys think about with the COVID Delta variant and um, mm. what's going on with over the past few weeks, the concerts rolling out. I can't, I can't, I'm rolling loud. I also can't say uh, I need Rodney or somebody help me. What's the one in Chicago Lala, called? The Lollapalooza, come on. I call it Lollipop. Not I don't know y'all saw it. Shit, I don't know nobody there either. Uh, yeah, they had a hundred. Lil Dirk ain't there. He ain't listening. Nah, Lil Dirk wasn't. They, he can't perform in Chicago <laughs> for some reason. He can't perform in Chicago. I, I know the. I know the reason. But they had a hundred. That whole place will get shot up. They had a hundred eighty thousand people out there for a concert, man. What y'all think about that? Recently. Yes. Like last a, weekend. Yeah. It's an annual. It's a, Lollapalooza is like an annual event. It's like Woodstock for the newer generation. It takes place in. Chicago on the waterfront every year. And would you say shell 180,000? Yeah. Uh is that that's over that's is that total over the whole week? That wasn't in one day, was it? It was one day. I saw a video wow. of Megan Thee Stallion out there performing 180,000. You know uh my you guy Jack Harlow from Kentucky. Did, did you get a picture of Megan for me? No, I didn't I didn't get a picture. <laughs> okay. Be careful party party going to be looking for you. Party going to be looking for you. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. But my guy Jack, that is. Jack Harlow from Kentucky, <laughs> he was there. He showed me some videos. His performance was great. We're gonna have him on the show at, at some point in time. Okay. Jack Harlow, um, dope man. Yeah, but this is the so, thing: so, one hundred eighty thousand people at one area, man. What y'all think about that? It was eighty thousand less that was outside the Milwaukee Bucks stadium. I know that. Ooh, shout <laughs> yeah. out to the Bucks. That was crazy too. <laughs> man. Uh, I think I think it's wild, man. I think. That we we're never gonna shut down in our lifetime again in the next thirty years. I don't care what happens. If half the population start dropping dead, they're not shutting down again. 
But the scary thing is we might have to, we might need to, but we're not shutting down again. It's never going to happen again. They're not going to shut down restaurants, shut down schools. But I think I think it's getting to the point of the way they talk. I mean, they say we're breaking records right now. So they saying right now, Florida is worse than it's ever been. Tori, why are you talking about Florida, man? man yeah. <laughs> but why? Hey, that's what the news say, yeah, man. Yeah, what is going on in Florida? One out of five so, cases right now coming out of Florida. What's God, going on, Tori? So, so, Crib, Rodney, listen. Rolling loud. Uh, uh, I, I started, I started, I, I would not go there with the 10 foot I started Sit Your Ass Down 2020 uh, last March. <laughs> and won't March. nobody picking up on them, man. Could nobody sit their ass down. And, and that is the problem, right? People do not have the ability to sit their ass down for no reason, no matter what. Uh, it's something uh, I don't know if America has a, a FOMO, the biggest case of FOMO in the history of the world, but we in the technology era where you can stream everything that was sitting there at Rolling Loud uh, at Lollapalooza, everything else so for me the, the problem is just people are, are so um, they feel like they gotta beat it right, and they gotta take a picture they gotta they gotta film it when uh, I'm gonna go old school on the shelf. When I was growing up, and, and right now, we, we, we go to an event and we have it in our head, like we created memories that was there. Now these people, you know, your, your generation, shell want to videotape everything and show everybody that was there, and that's driving a lot of people out too. Because right. not only but, they out, but sure, they take you know, y'all had sure, y'all had Polaroid cameras. Be honest, y'all, have <laughs> yeah. y'all had Polaroid cameras. On, on, on my generation. Now I'm gonna get him about my party, Shella. Joey had uh, the Polaroid camera. He had a camcorder that you had to have a crane lift that stuff up, put it on his shoulder, <laughs> and three little dudes while it was tied to it. That's his. Hey, don't hate on the Polaroid camera though. Shake it like a Polaroid picture. You know what I mean? Don't hate on it. That's the music yeah. that they like they like to hear. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I hey so, short, Tori, uh, short, uh Shell, when people get old, man, they just start reverting back to their old ways. One day like me, you, you Shell. Hey man, they go to sleep a lot too, don't you? <laughs> oh, look at him. I'm, I'm a capture the moment. I'm a he got a Polaroid right now. Yeah, I'm a I'll, capture the moment for y'all. Oh, you know, he, like, he, I wish I got to see like, Rodney, Rodney oh Bowens right God. now. Shake I broke it. out a Polaroid camera for these and, dudes. And you got, I've never seen one of those before. That is crazy. Yeah, I, 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 that's I before our generations. I got to show Zuri. She looks like, is that a telescope? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, I think to your point around like 180,000 people. I necessarily wouldn't go out there. I don't feel safe. To Tori's point, March 13, 2020 was the day we locked it down. We 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 went, you know, we we brought it inside. I'm vaccinated. We want to take we we're playing it as close, you know, to the cuff as we possibly can right now. And that's just kind of my stance that we're taking on it. I, I'd rather be safe right now and 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 have mild symptoms than to be out there and putting myself in a situation where something might happen. Oh, yeah. And just yeah. just FYI, you can see my it's developing. Y'all on here. I'm capturing this moment. I'm capturing technology. That is. So, Shell, what you think about uh, the COVID? Because you know you have young kids. You have a two month old. You have a three year old, I guess, and a five or six year old. What's your thoughts about people around getting out, seeing? And yes. a daughter who just started school today. So yes. yeah. she started school today. So me personally, I'm not vaccinated. The reason why I'm not vaccinated is because I don't want to be. Because you're a Republican. 
Because he voted for Trump. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I ain't want to Money changes. Your money changes, man. The money changes, man. He said, I don't want the chicken pox vaccine. I don't want the flu vaccine. It's part of the government. Money changes, man. He was like, Shell was like, which party don't want to, which party I don't got to pay the most taxes with? Okay. They get vaccine, you ain't get vaccine. Nah, but I, I didn't get the vaccine because I didn't want to have it. I could potentially have COVID and not be sick or have any symptoms of being sick and be around my kids. As you know, all y'all have kids. And when you're sick, you try to stay away from your kids. So that's the reason why I didn't have it. Because if I was to have COVID and not be sick, I'd be all in their face, kissing on them all day and all that. And they're not eligible to get the shot. So I kind of stay away from that. I think you have been misinformed about the vaccine not allowing you to know if you've been sick, but we can talk about that. Uh, at nah, I think I think that's why the cases is jumping up. A lot of people are sick. They're not knowing they sick and they still out here just partying like 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 it's mm. 1999. Freak me, uh, how y'all did it back in the day. I, I, I had to go with my Tory on this. This is another example of your youth being this freak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 don't thank hey, you, man. Look, 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 asymptomatic <laughs> cases have been around. Like that, well, thank you, that, that's, that's just, that's just, <laughs> That's just what it is. So educate that has, nephew. Yeah. Right, so yeah, I'm, that, I'm on, I'm on has, her. I'm on her with my aunt. So y'all try to tell me if I get the vaccine and I get sick and show no symptoms, I should still be hanging around my kids. Or if I do get sick, I should go downstairs in the basement and stay away from everybody in the family. Which that has nothing. That has nothing, had, to, though, that has nothing to do with the vaccine. So y'all explain this to him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I would say to your you 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 did you presented two scenarios right there. One. I think if you if you if you're vaccinated and you have it and let's say you're asymptomatic, you're just rolling like we're rolling right now. You don't even know you have it, right? That's one that, scenario. I think that's a bad situation. If you sick, but, you should know you sick. It's like saying it's no, someone... but here, you're right, Shell. Let me let me and look. This is the problem with COVID. This is what makes COVID dangerous. COVID, yeah, yeah. like Rodney, hangs out in everybody. Need to know Rodney's in pharmaceutical sales. He, he likes to well, sell no. the product. So look, I just oh, that. Rodney Wright though. But look, I just, right, I just go ahead. Dang, look, dang. But look, go ahead, go ahead, look, Rodney, go ahead. But no, I just I just believe in the science, right? So let's say you can be asymptomatic, feel normal, hang out, go party at Lollapalooza, rolling loud, get you a table at compound this weekend, roll up to South Beach, whatever, and you don't even know you have it. And by the by your very presence of being around other people, now you've infected other people who then may come down with symptoms, who might feel something. The whole reason of getting the vaccine is to prevent you from being sounding like Darth Vader hooked up to a, a breathing machine, you know, a week or two later, that so that you only have mild symptoms. That, right. That's what the vaccine, or to save your life. Right, right now, the science is showing, the data is showing all across the country, I'm sorry, mm -hmm. Tori, particularly in Florida, that the yeah, people so. who are coming down with testing positive for COVID are unvaccinated people. People that are in hospitals are people who are younger, mm. right? It, it was once yep. 65 and older. Now they're younger. It's younger people that are in hospitals for longer with more severe symptoms hooked up to breathing machine. So that's my stance, right. right? That that, that, are, that, that are not vaccinated. that's not your stance. That's the facts. That's the data. That's, that's the fact. Yeah, that, that's that's the fact. That's what, that, yeah, what, that's fact. What, what I heard was, I'm gonna let you know I'm gonna rob you. That I'm not gonna let you know I'm gonna rob you. It's the same thing. It's like 
If you have, if you have it or you don't have it, I'd rather know no. I have it to let my family know I have it to get away. Okay. But, the only way, but all right, but hold up, Mel. Before you say it, chill. How would you know you have it? Let's say you went out to compound this weekend, you uh, know, uh, or any any event. I, I'll let you know. My, just, my, my wife got you know? my wife got ten in home COVID tests. So, so I know I have it. Hey, you gains to come back home. I got sit at the door, get the swab. Bah, 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 bah. Right. But you're testing yourself, right? So you would test yourself. Y'all are a little, even even in your situation, y'all are being a little bit more proactive than most people. Most people aren't testing themselves. Yes, people that's... left that Lollapalooza, Lollapalooza 180,000 people left. I guarantee you 10% of them probably tested themselves when they left. Like the nobody, not a nail. One of them had a mask on either. Right, and nobody so, had on the mask. The other like, thing. Not Ain't nobody being themselves. safe. Right, everyone right. tested themselves. On top of it all, everyone tested themselves who was unvaccinated. Y'all, all of y'all are vaccinated. I think. When's the last time y'all yep. got a test? I got. I had three tests, and the last test I got was about I don't know a month before I got vaccinated. All right, before you got vaccinated. All right, let's go on to you, Mel. When's the last time you got tested, even though you vaccinated? You know, he's in, in the Nike bubble. Yeah, EYB. Uh, he was forced to, or you couldn't be there. Yeah. All right, Roddy, when last night you got tested? I've never been tested. Oh, my God. He talking about Florida. This guy ain't never been but, tested but for the, COVID. You got to realize it's a difference between the test and vaccine. The test is right. going to tell him that he has COVID. Now, you got to realize the vaccine, not only it protects you, it protects those around you. And it's just like, it's going to be mandatory. Y'all don't realize, Michelle, I ain't going to pick on you, but some people don't realize. 20 years from now, this is going to be one of the worst times in the history of our country. I mean, people are dying right now. And we, and we got people still talking about, ah, oh, man, I ain't getting vaccinated. And, and, what, look, and Mel, to your point, what makes that so crazy? It's preventable. Like, yes. if you want your mom, like your mom and dad, your grand, your, your, your pop-pop, your nana, she don't got to die I got because some, of COVID. I got something for y'all. No, Rodney, and, and I'm, I'm going to use your own thing real quick, Rodney. You in yep. pharmaceutical sales. Yeah. What's the quick? Was the longest it took? Well, the quickest longest it took somebody to come up with a vaccine. How many years was it? Let's say three. Uh, Let's give them three. Just give them three. It, it's no, irrelevant. It's, it's four. No, it's, it's four. It's four. It's four. Okay. What's that mean? What's that mean? Eight months. Okay. And no. what? So, but but oh, they didn't come up with it in eight months. No, 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 Tori, let her finish. And 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 what? What does that mean? The people who spread the the COVID is the vaccin vaccinated people. I don't understand how y'all don't understand that. You think no, people who vaccinated no. spreading COVID and not if, the people who haven't been vaccinated? If you, if, That's crazy if, as hell, Shell. If, if you have COVID, you will sit down and not be around people. You can have COVID today and still not go true. around. That's one hundred percent true. You can have COVID right Ain't now. Nobody sitting down because they got COVID. You a quarantine? Well, supposedly put it that way. If you, you know you got it. Yes, but you don't know and, you have it. And, and you don't. And if you, you know you got symptoms, vaccinated. If you know you got symptoms, and you get, you got to realize if people with COVID right now going to work, still working, right. they have no choice. Right. With no mask. No mask. So, 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 the question I was going to tell you was, you know, you asked me when's the last time I've been tested. The better question to ask me is when have I been around an unvaccinated person? Like that's the better question because I haven't been around an unvaccinated person. So uh, the you chances, go, you, you go the to percentage grocery store? of, you go to grocery store? no, no, the percentage, the, the uh, chance of me actually getting COVID are lessened. You're right. So there are a lot of people vaccinated, unvaccinated, no. who don't know they have it. That's what makes COVID asymptomatic so scary. That's why right. we're in the situation 
that All this right. will continue to spread. All right, we're about to move on to the next topic. Real quick, though, I got to get my last segment in. Because <laughs> you vaccinated does not mean you don't get COVID. Right. Correct. We Correct. Know. Yes, we're, we're, we're in agreement. Right. All right. You still can get COVID and you still can pass it on being vaccinated. Okay. All I'm saying is if I know I'm sick, if my, if I know my child Zion got a runny nose, I don't want to send him to school. He could be sick without a runny nose and send him to school. I think that's a problem. That's all I'm saying. That nothing to do with the vaccination though. Shit. Right. But here, but here's the one point I would make that I want to make sure that I want to make be crystal clear about is you can end up dead or on a ventilator in the hospital if you don't have the vaccination. And, what and I want to make that the probability is much higher for unvaccinated right. people. And that's who's getting sick now. If you vaccinated, the chances of you going to the hospital and getting severely sick are less. Yes, and I agree with y'all on that, but the only unvaccinated people are getting tested. That's what I'm trying to tell you right now. Ronnie sent me Ronnie sent me an article the other day talking about uh Lamar Jackson. On like NFL's getting ready to start. Everybody's soup, soup and hype for that. Lamar Jackson tested positive for COVID again. He, he tested in week 12 or 13, something like that. And the article did not say he's vaccinated or not. He just tested positive for COVID. Why do why do we assume that you're not gonna have COVID because you vaccinated? That's what y'all saying. That's all I'm no, saying. Is, no, 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 no. What I said. Yeah, don't say nothing. We just me and you don't talk. Let Toy tell because me and you talking for nothing. Let Toy maybe he'll listen this time. See it, Toy. Listen, there's three people you can't argue with. Four people you can't argue with. <laughs> people who don't want to get a vaccine: Kobe fans, Tupac fans, and Beyonce fans. Simple <laughs> as that. For whatever reason, no matter what fact you put in front of them, ain't nobody gonna be better than Tupac. Ain't nobody gonna be better than Kobe. Ain't nobody gonna be better than Beyonce. And, and I you get cannot talk somebody into getting the vaccine. Yeah, no, nah, it's one hundred percent true. On the record, if my kids are a little bit older, I would get it. It is not eligible to get it, so I don't. I feel like I put them in dangerous way if I have the stuff and if I had the vid. And I'm around them, and I don't know how to vid. That's the so reason why I'm not. What if you asystematic systematic and you have the vid? You still put them in harm's way. All yes, the that's that's is- that's natural, right? Because so. be, because we we here in Atlanta, Mel, you already know how I go down here every weekend. If I had the vaccine, I'd be out getting it, getting to it. Only Look, thing once I- again, I want to make sure that people know if you <laughs> get a vaccine, your the probability of you ending up in the hospital or dead, ending up in the hospital on the ventilator or dead, are are certainly much lower than what it would be if you were unvaccinated. I agree. I just want to make that point. I just want to make that point. That's how and, and on the other side of that shell, I know you are. So to our listeners who choose not to get the vaccine, just be safe. Man. Be safe. Get tested. Wear a mask. Be responsible. Because I will tell you, most of the people, especially in my home state of Florida, not my home, well, where I live at, my home state is Virginia. Shout out to the 757. But they won't wear a mask because they're not required. Right. Yeah, nah, it's tough. I you heard. know, so. So, speaking of the thing, um, Rodney, what's what's up with Jeff Bezos scamming people? I, I always say scam. It's a big <laughs> word. Everybody you can't go it. scam. You, you can't go scam, but let me hey, hear what you're going to say. Let me hear what hey, you're going to say. He's scamming people, he scam people out of millions of dollars <laughs> to take a flight for 12 minutes. I think I think one time I took a I took a helicopter for longer than that, and I wasn't in space, and it was a lot cheaper. 
And, well, he, and he was on record to say, I want to thank all the Amazon employees <laughs> for paying for my trip. What yeah, do you feel no, about he, that? Well, well let, let's give a little background. Make sure everybody understands exactly what we're talking about. Jeff Bezos, right? Bezos, Elon Musk, Richard Branson, all billionaires. I think their combined net worth is like $400 billion. And right now there's like a space race. Like they're all trying to be the first one to go to space, develop the, you know, the technology to go up. Um, and so that's where we currently are. So Bezos has been up, uh, Branson has been up and Musk will be the next one to go up. And Musk probably will take it to the whole next level with all the things that he's kind of got going on. But look, I look at it as, yes, someone's funding and, and Mel can speak to this because he's an entrepreneur. You know, he likes to remind us that he, he, he makes that money on that business side. He, he's following in those footsteps of like- Money the, making the Bezos, mail. That's right. a new nickname, yeah. money making mail. Money making mail, right? But, but, but someone's funding it, no matter what, no matter what the venture is. So it ha for Bezos, it happened to be Amazon customers. I don't have a problem with it at this point. Like, so here's my thing. Someone has to be the first. Cause it, you know, your no, kids- They not the first, kids, Rodney. Well, no, no, we not the first. We would have been the right. We, right. He's been talking about individuals. individuals. Right, individuals. Well, look, NASA, to your point, you, you're right. NASA's been up there. I don't know what they're doing right now. Like, if, if you ask any of the Generation Z, if you ask any of Shell's counterparts or classmates from Butler, they probably don't even know who, who was the first astronaut in space. But they do know that Bezos and what they're doing. I applaud them right now for what they're doing. Wh whoever's money it is, yes, they could be feeding hungry people, doing whatever it is for good causes. But, you know... Ten years from now, we joy rides. Well, look, yeah. ten years from look, ten years from now, we instead of us being in, in Atlanta, right outside of that big lake house you at TE right now, you know, we might be going to space. I don't have a problem yeah. with it. Yeah. Let, let me, Rodney, let me, this is prime example, real quick. I'm gonna say this, Mel. I'm gonna let you go. They are prime examples why you can't give some people money, man. <laughs> they, you can't give everybody money. They are they taking joy rides for no dang on good reason. They ain't doing no research. They literally trying to break the stratosphere to get back because they say they can't. Let me break yeah, that ain't the craziest stuff I've heard. Let me break this down for y'all so y'all understand. <laughs> other, other Jeff give, us Be to, give it to us, money maker man. Jeff Bezos in 2001 was a billionaire at two billion. <laughs> in 2003, he dropped uh, like a, to a billion. In 2015, he was up to 50 billion. 2015 to 2018, he went to 100 billion. Mm. Right now, he is almost $200 billion. I, that's the point y'all missing, man. Some people don't understand what's going on. As the economy went through all the shakes and all the moves, the richest people, got, he quadrupled. Quadrupled. And I make a lot of money. So if I quadruple my wealth in three years, I'd be happy as a summer gun. But could would you go to space? Oh, yeah, man. I would do every, I'm going to do, you understand, I'm going to do everything I dreamed about in this life. Oh, Much yeah. less with a billion. Everything man. I dream about, I'm gonna make happen. Everything's gonna be the starting point guard for well, well, Hawks if he calls you with his hey, money. Hey, hey. <laughs> Listen, he'll be out there. Two twenty-five, two thirty-five, <laughs> five eight. Mel, see. That's why you can't about the money, man. But look, to put Mel's point in perspective, the the stats show Jeff Bezos makes about three hundred and twenty million dollars a day. A day. Now I agree. That's that's what's messing me up. Why don't he use his own money to do it? That's hey, the fuck. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm confused. Why you think he's using Amazon's money? 
I understand the business. Which, yes. oh, why, why wouldn't you think he ain't? Why, why wouldn't you think he's not? Because he businessmen got... they spend their own money. They use everybody else's money. Man, you know that. You ain't yeah. if you can get somebody else to pay for it, you'll gladly have them do it instead of spending your cash. Yeah, but if you that's got how the rich stay rich. But if you got if you got a billion, it's true. But if you got two hundred billion, I mean he don't. I mean Amazon is him. So yeah, Am- it yeah, is but, him. So I don't know what you're talking about. But he he was on record. What? I might try to edit into the show. Is he want to thank the workers for paying for his trip? <laughs> no, he want to thank the customer. Look. <laughs> Think about yeah, it. I mean, he, he makes but, money. But like, think about it. He makes money. His business is Amazon. Yeah. How many things have you bought off of Amazon this year? This my month? Head, this my headphones. My headphones just now. I buy everything off Amazon. <laughs> yeah. I'm a, I I'm don't. A, I'm, All I do is watch movies. I'm loyal to Amazon. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. Heck yeah. I don't Not know. me, buddy. So, so I, you I sent Jeff Bezos. You, you, you sent Jeff Bezos to space. You yeah, know what I mean? Ain't nothing wrong with this. He, he, he didn't get there with my $14 a month. I can tell you that. That wouldn't yeah, even buy a quarter tank of gas. Yeah, Amazon Prime, don't you? Yeah. Hey, hey that's all I got. You, that hey, you sent them. Money ain't getting them there. You bought minutes. that $9, $99 hat he had on there. You bought that cowboy hat y'all, he had on listen, there. Listen, y'all, y'all, mm. y'all, y'all sound like the people that say, the, the fans in the league say, we pay your salary, Shelvin, because you're at <laughs> which is the biggest lie on the history of the world. Don't no fans pay salary. And I can tell you now, Jeff Bezos may be using Amazon people money. You know the customers' money to get there. I don't think. I, I just think it's crazy. I mean, you do whatever you want to do with your money. God bless you. Have at it. Uh, yeah. I'm with Shell. You take a 12 minute joy ride for what? To say you did it. Yeah, I don't that, care. That that's very bad. But but, but look. Speak, but speaking on, it, go ahead, Rodney. Well, I was going to say. I, I think it's all relative, just because. Um, we all buy. We all go on vacations and we get houses. Some people are some people are sitting in the house with no food, while other of us while other of us you know others are you know going on vacation, renting hotel rooms, getting nice lodges. Some people would be like, "How you doing that? Why would you want to go somewhere else other than your main house?" You know, I think it's all relative. He got so much money. What's the next challenge? That next challenge of going in space for twelve minutes. Ten years from now, we all might be going on a space vacation with the whole family up to a space station. Who knows? I'm, Somebody got to be the first one. I'm not going on vacation yeah. with none of y'all. Get my family together <laughs> for twelve minutes. They got to. No, they no, got to no, be like no, 70, it, 76 no. Especially when wearing no mask. But look, <laughs> oh, look, Shell. No, I ain't going to. I ain't seen Atlanta. And you look, I ain't going down to Atlanta. He ain't got no shot. You, look, I know it'd be a good time. We can't take off in Florida either. <laughs> yeah. Now, nah, but speaking on that. How Tori was talking about other people using um how fans pay to go to games and using and using that as saying like I pay your salary. So free agency started today, this weekend with the um, NBA. Mel, we um we had some great conversations with Chris Paul. I think it's 44 or 46 million he had for one year and he opted out of that mail uh to sign four years 120. I think when he's 40, he'll be making 30 million. If, if my math is correct. Money making mail, man. What's your take on that? I love to see brothers get money. I love to see anybody become better at their craft and maximize and monetize their uh revenue. The only thing I kind of questioned in the beginning is, you know, he had a 40, 44, $45 million, $46 million contract on the table for one year. He forfeited that for a long, long-term game, you know. He has to work for it, you know, he has to play 
four years, you get 120, but now he, he added another 75 million on to his. Mel, Mel get real corporate when we talking about the money, years? don't he? Mel get yeah, real yeah. corporate. His voice changes and all that. We talking yeah, about the money. Yeah, he got real serious. I was like, <laughs> hey, but Mel, but do we got to do, do we got to play for it on those NBA contract guarantees? Uh, you know what? I had not studied his, but I'm telling you, as an owner, if I was the owner of a company or a GM, it's gonna be stipulations in your contract where you have certain kickers, and I'm not I'm not saying that he has that in his contract, but I'm willing to bet you ain't nobody stupid, ain't nobody giving money away. I don't care who you are. So it's stipulated right. in that contract for him to get some of that 120 million. They do right, get money on, away break, in the NBA, man. Yep. Break yeah, this down it. for me. You're trying to tell me Chris Paul had the chance to make one year 44 million. Is yes, that sir. right? Yep. yep. Okay. Right. And so he took, because that sounds like Kirk Cousins had a deal like that one year. Um, Ugh, he took, don't bring him up. He, <laughs> he, trust me, as a, as a Washington <laughs> football fan, <laughs> We got long history because yeah. all right, so <laughs> he, he passed on a one year 40, 44.2 million. 44.2. And he he then took a what deal now? Break that four, down for me. Four year uh, up to 120 million. Four year 120. Okay. Up to so, 120 million. Up to so close to like 50 million a year then. So he gained hey, 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 man. I love y'all, man. I get him, get him right, man. You always get him make up my man. numbers, huh? Four, what's four, what's 12 divided by four? I thought you said uh, 120. Ah, uh, yeah, so you think it's four. <laughs> don't, Roddy, don't say nothing else. <laughs> don't say nothing. Do it. <laughs> so listen, we the bottom line the, is. Take the Casa Amigos away from. <laughs> yeah, this is this a whiskey. Chris Paul. I'm sipping, I'm sipping. a good deal. It's 30 million a year. Chris Paul a good deal. It's 30, it's 30 a million. year. 30 a year. Ryan. It's 30 a year. 30, but he, 30, he took 30. the long play. It's 30 a year. He took the long play instead of taking that one year, 44 million, yeah. which is a better deal. Yeah, Rodney, Rod, 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 the 44 is good for you, but Rodney was about to say something. So, Rodney, what you what you do? You Chris Paul, 36 years old. Let me say this and let me bring it to reality, the bad and the good of it. Kobe Bryant retired after he thought he did his 20 years and spent time with his family. He didn't get the time that he deserved. So if I got 44 million for my, and I'm 36, unless I'm, I'm chasing rings, and I guess Chris Paul is still chasing rings. Like, he ain't chasing money. I know he ain't chasing money because he got money. So what's y'all thoughts on it now? Because that, that, that's what I really think about when I think about Kobe. I could imagine working all my life. But when y'all play sports like y'all did and like Sheldon is doing, 85% of your time is dedicated to the sport. 15% of your time, I think, is to your family. I could be wrong. Shell, what you think percentage? Like at that level with you and Chris Paul or Kobe, what percentage is to your family? What percentage is to the sport? I say as you get older, the the the, the time goes down. Maybe when you young, it might be 85, 15, 90, 10. But as you get older, teams are willing to work with you. And I think that's what the Phoenix Suns is doing. They understand his time and stuff is very viable. And they got some great pieces around him. They need him around to to help them continue to grow on the platform they own. Okay. But um it's hard passing up that money, but I always look Thank at you. it as every but athlete just, does but it. You just said, once look, you retire, you just he don't need the money. He don't need the time money. out. Hey, Rodney, and, and I want to say this to everybody. It ain't no professional athlete that don't play for the money. Every single one of them do. <laughs> every one of them do. Because won't none of them play for free. Yeah. And I wouldn't either. Everybody gonna, play for the money. I was going to raise Nobody, it, so. Yeah, right. But it's like at a certain point in time, as, as you retire... You still work out every single day. You still do stuff every single day. So if you're going to continue to do the same thing, 
they can re they can redo your contract. You can still get the same. It's like he might not be playing at forty. He might be a, a coach and still getting the same amount of money. It's just like you can't never charge that up and charge it to the game because it's hard to make that kind of money for doing what you're doing. Like I don't care if he's the best coach in the world. He ain't making thirty million dollars a year of coaching. Uh, yeah, the thing no, is, man. with professional athletes, the window that you have to make any money is so short. Everything you do, that's why you redo the deal. Anytime you can take your opportunity to extend and maximize money, you do it, even if it yeah. doesn't look good on the front end, right? So every every athlete does that. Every athlete should do it because the owners make way more money than the players do. So get everything you can. Yeah, look at Bobby Bonilla. No, I think it's a great deal. I mean, obviously, to your point, he may not even be actively playing or actively contributing four or five years from now. He's still pulling down $30 million a year. So, so it, Mel, it sounds good up you, front, but long term, it, it seems like a better deal long term. I think we're talking about the wrong deal. Mel, you said they don't give away money in the NBA, right? <laughs> I was wrong, but go ahead. Y'all know who Duncan Robinson is? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, the white boy to shoot. Yeah, the $90 million white boy to shoot. He got $90 million. He got $90 million. Five million, Man, I'm about to go that. practice right now. I'm, I'm going to the gym. I'll be <laughs> exactly. Who said they don't give away money in the NBA? I'm about they to come a job chase. I'm, I'm about to come a job chase. Look, I'm gonna be his guardian. We're gonna be getting up every day. What are you a 10, a ten year 90 million? 10 year no, 90 million. Nobody 20, got no 10 year deals. I five signed years. a 40 40 year deal for 90 million five right year, now. Hey, still, give me any any 90 million deal for 40 years. I signed right now. Chris Paul deal look like a welfare case sitting next to that, don't it? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> nah, it, it got it done. A shooter, you shoot, you always got it. Is that is that Miami? I seen the guy. Where's he at? He's on the yeah, game. Here in Miami. Yeah. There's only yeah. one shooter in the NBA worth five years, ninety million. Who that? He don't Dev, play for Dev, the Heat. Dev, Dev, he play for Golden State. Oh no, Steph, Steph Curry. Curry. Steph Curry. If, if you're giving up ninety million to shoot the ball, he makes nah, you want that. You got to think. Steph Curry signed today four years, two twelve. So that's about right. He, he, he signed again today. He did an extension four years. You tell him he got another two hundred million dollar deal. Yes. Worth every penny of They're not they leaving Golden State. They're not leaving the they they not leaving the uh the San Fran area. I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all right now. When y'all go when y'all look at y'all kids, I want y'all to pull up Steph Curry's contract and you tell them if they if they pull that chemistry book out, they pull that mathematics book out, you're gonna burn this. I told myself, don't you ever pull that English book out in front of me? <laughs> Disrespect what we try to do in this household. You wasting that ball up. You better get your act together. Hey, hey, yeah. money making Mel. I ain't never played a day of tennis in my life. I was out there for about two hours in that ball with my son today playing tennis. We're gonna we're gonna find something. We're gonna hey, find speaking, something. Speaking of that, hey, y'all said a new movie coming out with your boy. Uh what's his Will name? Smith. Will yeah, what's, Smith. What's yeah. the name of the movie though? I think it's called King Richard. Yeah, Rich King Richard, uh Richard Williams, TT. Hey, TT. Oh, hey. really? Oh my TT, when you get off the phone, go pull up YouTube. It's gonna be life changing for people to understand what LaVar Ball is doing now because Richard Williams was doing what, 20 years ago. Who, who's the greatest sports dad in history then? King Richard. Mm. I, I, I would say that. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. King Richard is is a is one of the best fathers. Now, Tori, what was your question now? My question is it, it, speaking of Richard Williams, who is the best sports dad or the greatest sports dad in sports history? We got Richard Williams, is Earl right. Woods. Yeah, I'm about to say, I'm about, one of the best. you got Earl Woods, you got Richard Williams, 
You got LeVar Ball. You got Dale Curry. Who? Right. You got Curry. Dale Curry. Uh, you can't give Curry, man. I can't what? give it to All right, no, hold on. Man. Before we go What about on, Archie Manning? I, I need my, I need, I was going to go to Manning too. I need my uncles to educate okay. me. Who is uh, Earl Woods? You talking about Tiger's dad. Tiger Woods Tiger. daddy. Tiger's dad. Nah, I can't You put know who Tiger Woods is, young? Oh, no, hold, hold on. You can't put Tiger Woods daddy? When they wouldn't even let black people go to golf courses? That's, once again, once one, again. That's, that's, I can't, that's one person. That's one person. I don't, what you I, mean one person? That's okay. That's I, his child. He's the I don't know any. I don't know any other woods. I don't know any other woods. You only got one kid. What you talking about? I know. So you got you. got to bring a somebody and make him a. I know oh a few Williams. God. I know a few balls. So, so you're going. You're going by the quantity of kids that actually <laughs> make the birth kids. Like that. Just, on, just Tiger Woods. Like Earl Woods but, made Tiger Woods. Like Tiger yeah, Woods golf. Right. Nike golf is a, is a result make more money of, than all of them. I know, Tiger I know, Woods, I know a lot. I know a lot of labels who made it one artist hot that no, was killing the game. No, no, uh, Tiger Woods not hot shit. They didn't, they, they didn't, they didn't grow that one artist. Right, artists came to them. Hey, well, no, Tiger Woods. What Jay Z said, make another hoe. That's, that's well, you you got to have another saying. baby to do that. No, you don't. Yeah. You, you don't have to do that. You can, you can do it with another child or someone else. You well, doing he only for, got one. Sure, he doing it for ratings. Dad. He doing it for ratings. Okay. Doing well, because sports dad, because you got, got not, not sports, not sports mentor. Because you can look at like, because <laughs> like Patrick Mahomes' dad played Major League Baseball. Then his son excelled to the high. Like you can also say like Archie Manning. You can make the argument that they might get you. You sometimes you get props or respect based on your older siblings. Like they yeah. they kind of paved the way for you sometimes. Yeah. So Archie, uh, Archie you, Man, I can get a respect too. Yeah, you you get a chance. Everybody get it. Every kid get a chance, but to be there for that long, oh, it, it, it it's something that goes into everybody well, that y'all have named. All right, here, look, people sure. besides right. Earl Woods, Earl Woods, and Richard Williams were not professional athletes. Exactly, and they, and they, and they groomed they groomed the best in the history of the sport. Yeah. Well, hold on, what what do y'all think Tiger is? Top three in the history of sports ever? Top two? No, any, no question. Like we've had this. any any sport, a door, yes, any sport. Like, top and, two, top two, top three. What? Shell and I had this conversation, yeah. and I think this is how you really break this down with Serena and Venus and Tiger, who. What other black athlete or athletes of color before them in those respective sports do you know about? Who was responsible for that? Earl and Richard. Yeah, they on another yeah. level. But so let's do Earl and Richard uh, uh, tied for first. Then you got well, Dale Curry. Got to be in the conversation. No, though. no, no. He's a pro Why? athlete because he paid money like I did for training. Yeah, I'll put I'll put um Lavar Ball in front of um, Curry. He's way he's not Curry's not in the conversation. No disrespect, Mr. Curry. If I end up if we end up in any conversation, but uh, no, he's. I respectfully disagree. Man, what did he do? He got two kids in the NBA. Well, he didn't let them sit down and eat donuts, man. Like he listen, he took two kids, and and one of them uh, takes Steph. He took Steph. Now he groomed those kids. They have professional pedigree and NBA pedigree. But I'm telling you, there's a lot of work that went in from their dad. He, they out there shooting jumpers with him in, in, in pregame and shoot around. Yeah. I think that. it I that's think not, it's harder when that. it's expected. I think it's harder when it's expected. Like but, I don't know the pressure no, that, that that Doc Rivers' son had um what's it I can't think of his name right now. Austin Rivers. Austin Rivers. Like you're making you're 
you know, you, you make it when everybody kind of expects you to do it. Like, I think that's harder to do than just to, you know, when you're faced with the normal, like, trials and tribulations. But what's the uh, difference with Tiger, though? Like, Tiger's been the best since he started. They expected him to be. He didn't come no, out of nowhere. He, he's just a great sports story. About he was not even allowed to be in the, on the road, much less to win the race. So when you're allowed to break through the door to get even in the race and then eventually take it over, you're in a whole different category. Listen, I oh, agree I, that Earl Woods is number one to me. I agree with that. But I'm just saying, I don't think we're giving uh, 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 Dale I, Curry enough love. I, I, I forgot all. about Seth. For you to have two kids that prosper, yeah. play in the NBA, that's big time. Yeah, that's, that's tough. What, that's and both of his kids is better than all the balls. Oh, but well, but they're gonna be looking for you. They're gonna be looking for Tori. They're gonna be looking for Tori. They're definitely gonna be looking for Tori. I heard this shit. Balls, my bad. I can get 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 the dad on. You gotta get the dad on. Dad and Tori gotta be. They gotta they gotta they gotta box it out. I think Lavar Lavar is is tied for. He's in the top five. But the reason I respect Lavar so much is because he told everybody in the world exactly exactly and did it. And then exactly. he, he reminded me of, of uh, the way I, I did it. He never conformed. And he still hadn't. He ain't kissing nobody's butts. No. He's not changing his story. He's not backing up. He's fighting for his kids. And he's about to get LiAngelo in the league. And look, and regardless ain't of- Ain't no way LiAngelo playing basketball, man. Right. Stop. No, no, no. Well, and look, regardless of if he's one, two, three, four, five, he put multiple kids in the NBA. Like, Let's just let's just give him props right there. Like the man, too loud with every right. With the man and him and his wife did what they had to do, and they put kids in the NBA. Three of them, like three kids, are in the conversation around the NBA. That's Mitch impressive. Cup, in Mitch Kupchak in Charlotte in your in y'all city yeah. talked about Leangelo yesterday. He said he's a Division One player. Yeah, Leangelo this time with the Summer League. But uh, we're gonna end this show with that. Now, hopefully next week, I think I'll be able to find a guest that can come on who's a professional athlete that has kids and kind of go through that thing. want to appreciate everybody for tuning in and listening. No, any, kind of top, any kind of topics y'all want us to talk about, anything y'all want to ask, Uncle Ronnie, money-making mail, and quarterback Tory, you know, let us know. Football season <laughs> coming up. You no, know, We appreciate all y'all for tuning in for TPNB. I want to wish y'all much love. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.